Good morning. You're listening to FloorDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. This morning, my guests are th- three forward-thinking designers from Gensler out of the Chicago office. I've got Todd Heiser, who's the managing director. I've got Brian Hungerford, who is the office building leader. And I've got Eric Gannon, who is the work studio leader. Guys, thanks for being with me this morning. Thanks for having us. This came about because I was talking to Byron Morton, who's at the Mart, and we were talking about the biggest question mark right now is where is this office space headed in light of the COVID pandemic? You know, right now people are nervous that the office space, we're watching the leasing numbers. People aren't renewing leasings. They're wondering what it's going to look like. We're watching people working at home. We're wondering if people are going to come back to work. Gensler's the number one design firm in the world, and you're studying this. So I guess the first question, we do know that the workers do want to come back to work, right? Yeah, I think this is a great question. We've been doing this for six and a half months now. Yeah. You know, people want to return to their offices. We actually have put together the Gensler Work From Home survey. And what we realized in that survey is that the efficacy of working from home is actually going down. When we actually started the survey, about 12% of people actually said they'd like to work from home uh, all the time. But in reality, that's 12%. Yeah. That leaves the 88% that actually really wants flexibility built into their life. Uh, they want to have the ability to work from home, but they also want the ability to go back into the office. And, you know, we've been saying that the office and our cities are an important tool in actually bringing back to our buildings and workplaces because they actually drive presence. And we've said for years that actually the workplace um, was about an experience. Eric Ryan and I talk a lot about the notion that, you know, we all have a, a phone with a music service on it, like Spotify or Apple Music or whatever it is that, that Amazon Music, whatever it is that you that you like. But in reality, you still want to go to a concert or see a musician. I think the same thing is true of workplace. We've all lived in these Zoom calls for a long time, but we actually desire to go back to our offices and actually see our colleagues collaborate in person. And so I don't think that the workplace is going any place. And if the data tells us anything, it's actually starting to show us that there are cracks in the system from working at home. I think people really want to get back together. They want to have flexibility in their their world. Um, I think kind of some of the flexibility we realized over the past month but we also want the opportunity to get back in person. Yeah, let me, let me ask you real quickly. You know, sometimes you can look back on historic events and see how they've changed the world. And we could go back and look at 9-11. 9-11 changed the way we access the office. You know, now we've got security cards that we all wear, and that's how we get in. And, and that, that was a big change from that event. And so now I think one of the concerns is, can I come back to work? Because we know it's going to be more productive. But how can I make sure everybody that's there that I'm working with is healthy? So that's, a, that's one of the factors, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I think uh, you point out a, a great point. You know, we've all lived through a couple of these huge blips in the world around, you know, the built environment. So you call it 9-11 as one that, you know, building codes responded to protecting, you know, physical safety. You know, in 08-09, following a recession, financial health was corrected, and there's more due diligence around the lending practices and, and the structures that, that enable the environment to come to fruition. And what we really see now is is this is an opportunity for the globe, because it really does span the globe, to reassess the way that the built environment can support personal health. There are things that, that we're looking at now that start from sourcing materials, 
how it's manufactured, how it's installed, and then what happens after that use is, is kind of exhausted, what happens with that? And what we, what we really are finding is that, you know, attention to the materials, the air quality, uh, and then truly the, the entire arc of the process uh, can enable more health, not only for the long-term sustainability of, of the planet, but also as individuals living and working within these structures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you point out a, an important part about the materials that we're using and how that might even be affected by this. What I want to kind of focus on for a minute, though, is just the utilization of the workspace. You know, as we look at the environment, it may be that we don't come to work every day which helps the commuting issues. It helps people kind of balance their work and time relationships. That that may be a factor from this. But once you're inside the office, what is your thinking around whether it'll be, I'm going to go sit in this seat today, or I'm going to go back to having my own assigned space? What's your thinking on that? Yeah, I think, you know, that's, that's a good question as well. We're definitely in a place where there's an intentionality to go into the office. You're going in for a purpose. Presence is one big part of it, you know, the see and be seen aspect of, of work that's so important to our growth within professional organizations. When you get to the office, you know, we're seeing the assignment of seats, the reservation system being a really important companion to the design of the space itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we think of it as an operating system for the building. The, the notion that you would have a desk assigned to you that would get utilized a very small percentage of time at the beginning, maybe we'll ramp up to, to a more meaningful percentage of time spent in the office. We really feel that that reservation, that operating system for the building will be a really strong companion to the design of the space that, that we often are, are a part of. Um, so to answer your question, we see a clean desk policy coming um, at least for a short period of time as we, we kind of rebound from this and come back to the office where you pick your seat, you pick your, your setup based upon what you need to do functionally that day. Um, and hopefully you're going to the office because it's, you can't replicate that experience at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, whether it's the technology, it's people interaction, it's the learning environment, it's the collisions that lead to the innovation that we're all seeking within our companies. Uh, we see that as a really important aspect and, and a reason to go to the office. Mm-hmm. What about this question of city center and are we going to maybe see a little bit of uh, dispersion into offices that are maybe pods to a larger organization? Everyone's questioning, the, you know, the death of the city. But if you if you really look at the larger, the macro growth of where all the GDP is generated in in nearly every country of the world, a huge percentage comes out of city centers. So right now, there's a lot of talk of the hub and spoke. We're collectively having that conversation with clients, trying to understand whether or not, you know, their culture would translate to that kind of format. Right now, the real estate's not really endorsing it as much. There's a couple groups that have have gone there. We don't feel like that is going to become prevalent. It'll be another option and and tool in the bag for organizations based on the choice uh, that Derek was just pointing out uh, of the people. And and what is the most effective way that, that you will work with your team to find innovation. And so the way that we think that the hub and spoke will work is if you have the central hub that is heavily driven by the culture, the collaboration, and then if you have a spoke version, it translates that to a market or a second location that is as is as immersive as that downtown location, but for strategic interactions and collaborations with partners. Again, it probably won't be exhaustively, you know, excessive and, and, and kind of everywhere, mm-hmm. but it'll probably happen here and there. Yeah. 
Well, let me ask you, you know, designers like you folks that work at Gensler, you think out of the box. We've heard things about uh, the air handler systems are going to be changed. Uh, there's probably going to be more outdoor space. So as you think about the workplace of the future, what do you think some of the biggest changes we're going to see are in, in the structure of the space? Well, we'll go outside in. Um, and so you, you noted a couple, right? Um, there, there's been a, a huge push the last few years for uh, different kinds of amenity spaces. Those amenity spaces are going to start to work harder. So those include new utilization of the ground plane. You know, you're seeing it downtown, places like Chicago, New York, L.A., parking spaces be taken over by restaurants. Uh, that's going to continue. There's going to be road diets. There's going to be less cars on the road. And we're going to start to activate that more with the program. The building is going to become more porous, not only in terms of envelope, so you'll have more operable windows for you know outdoor terraces or even how we're doing right now. We lean over and open up our, our window at a residence. That will uh, proliferate into office buildings. And then uh, holistically, programmatically, you know, the building would become more porous. So our building's going to really start to engage with the community in a more meaningful way. There'll be less of a barrier, like our response to 9-11, and they'll really invite uh, a more holistic uh, community hub into the building. Mm -hmm. You know, we could spend a lot more time on this conversation, and I know you guys are focused on it in a big way. I mean, that's your life endeavor. Just, I know you've published some some work. If the listeners are teased by this interview and want to know more about Gensler's thinking about the future of the workspace, uh, where can we direct them? I mean, a good starting point is, is our website, Gensler.com, which leads you to uh, a variety of sources. I really love our, our blog series, Gensler On, and offices across uh, the entire globe, um, some in, in areas that are at a different state of um, return. Uh, so it's been really interesting to look to our partners in, in Asia in particular who are at a different stage in this process of, of returning and understanding. Uh, so it's really great to, to just have a global platform like we do to learn from each other, apply that. Um, so I would definitely say start with Gensler.com. You're always welcome and able to find any, the three of us start there and you know, we're always happy to continue a dialogue is there something you can highlight that's going on in asia that you think is pretty unique they've gone through a couple of these virus you know these 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 health uh, crisis right. in the past decade so what's unique to this here is we haven't and our our culture doesn't exactly translate the same way that they've they've gone through it and that's why you know we're continuing to have some challenges there are things that, that we started to see here, uh, limitations to the way that, that people conference, so, you know, capacity reductions. Uh, there are ways that the food industry has adapted very quickly to, to, to you know, keep servicing us all. And what's going to end up happening there is there's going to be more hot and cold food lockers, storage within, you know, office buildings, new modes of, of transport of those goods to the ultimate consumer. One of the most prevalent that is going to hit the workplace is going to end up being this kind of digital or uh, physical and digital seamless integration. So rather than us all just kind of staring into a screen and, and see, you know, 40 pixels of people, the technology that is going to support a more seamless collaboration is going to be, become much more prevalent. Uh, so the technology uh, that has been kind of in the margins right now is being implemented much more uh, fervently. There are going to be these amazing hybrid physical virtual uh, meeting spaces in, in all office moving forward. Okay, great. I really appreciate you spending time with us, and I know we just kind of teased this topic, and it's a, a very complicated one. But, again, we've been talking to three leader designers out of the Chicago office of, of Gensler, Todd Heiser, Eric Gannon, and Brian Hungerford. And thank you so much for spending time with us, and you've been listening to Kemp Har and FloridaLA.net.